Hello, folks. We are back here. Welcome back to I Am Gregory. We're here on Wednesday evening, and we're going to do what we always do. Uh, you're going to listen, and I'm going to talk about random shit, and hopefully that you make it to the end of the show and stick around that long. If you don't, I understand I am not the most tolerable uh, person. You, shit, what am I trying to say? I'm not the easiest person to tolerate. That's right. Yeah, I guess I should cut that out, but I'm not. I'm going to leave that. So anyway, um, it's hump day. I love hump day. It's hump day night. It's the Wednesday night, so it's the bottom of the hump. We're over the hump. And now we're sliding into Thursday, a.k.a. Christmas Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's not Christmas Eve. Friday Eve. That's what we're heading towards. Holy shit. Somebody needs some more uh, pills. Um... So, uh, today we're going to hit on a cool topic here and um, do some other little discussion points a little bit too. I'm going to give you a little rundown of the day and then we're going to get into our topic. Uh, today was an interesting day for me. Um, one of those days when you go to work, you're in the building all day and you come out and you look at the sky like, they set me free. And you just drive home in, a, in like a zombie state through traffic and construction. How the hell is a 10-minute ride 25 minutes or 30 minutes because of construction? When they block every street, do they even think about that? I don't think they even care. And now here in our state, in Michigan, they are working until it's almost zero degrees. Last winter, you know, unlike other seasons, you think, okay, it's getting cold. They're going to wrap all this shit up. No, these fools are working in December. In December. Yeah, you hear me? December. So, yeah, I have another two months to look forward to um, this driving debacle. It's going to be horrible. Of course, with the climate change, it's actually warm through December. So, (laughs) there's a benefit there. (sighs) That was a sad, sad, sad pro. How to add a pro and it be a con at the same time. It's warmer longer because the planet's getting warmer. But, hey. So, anyway, I digress. Um... Um, because I got a chance to sit in traffic, literally sitting still, I, I was uh, checking my phone that you shouldn't do, but I was doing it as I was sitting still. I gotta say that I was sitting still, <laughs> and I'm looking at all these social media posts popping up. The social, when I say social media, I mean the, the big two, three, big three: Twitter, IG, Facebook. Post, 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 post. And I'm thinking, well, it wasn't the first time I had this thought. I've had this thought before, and I've had this discussion openly um but uh I, I i i i was thinking you know how long is too long to have someone or to be in contact with someone in your life now you guys can take that a lot of ways i mean some people may take that and fly to their, their siblings some may take it and fly to their spouses that's not what i mean you do what you want to with that if that's your direction I'm talking about something totally different, but if that works for you, if you have anything there that you're trying to shoehorn somebody out to shit, by all means, work that out. But that's not the direction I'm going in here. No. What I was thinking is how long should you know someone that you don't see every day? Right. And what I'm, what I'm getting at is this. <sighs> okay. So, if most of us look at our Facebook feeds, let me use a Facebook because it's more personal than the others, at least. Um, at least mine is, so I'm going off what I have. There are people that, you know, you, you recognize and you add them as a friend. 
Now, if that's somebody you talk to and you act, interact with them on a regular basis, sure, that makes perfect sense. But let's say that someone you say, man, I recognize that person's face and that name seems familiar. You tag them, you talk for a minute, then you don't talk again. You know, how, how, um, how beneficial is that? How, how real is that? Is that, it's not really a friend. It's just a, hey, there you are. Hey, that's you. Hey, yeah, yeah, I knew who you were. That's really what it becomes. So, you know, expand on that. Expanding on that. It's, it's, it's a false hook. So, like, look, it's like before social media, you had people you knew, whether it be from school or just short-term engagements and that interactions, whether it's somebody from work or a friend you knew from somewhere, you had that person in your life until you no longer had a need to be in contact with them. Like, think of, like, if I think about it, um, the people I've worked with, they were great people. And after we left the job, we talked for a little while. But eventually, that relationship kind of just faded away. It wasn't in a negative way. It wasn't like we had bad blood. It's just that you slowly stopped talking to them. That doesn't mean you don't know who they are. But you didn't interact with them enough to keep in contact with them. Now, you can tag that person. You can be in their life. They can be, and vice versa. And you really don't have anything in common, nor are you communicating with them. So, where's the benefit? It's like the it's like FOMO, like fear of moving on. You don't want to let them go for fear of losing contact with someone you don't talk to. Isn't that weird? So, now, what we have is collections of people we've always known. Or we know it at one point in time, but we don't know them. So we're connected to people that we not have no con- we're connected to people that we have no connection to. Isn't that crazy? And we're all guilty of it. I'm biggest biggest one biggest um uh, perpetrator of that. That's not the word I'm looking for. Well, um, whatever. Can't think of the word I'm looking for. Don't you hate when it happens? The words on the tip of your tongue, but you just can't. Somebody out there listening to this is finishing my statement for me. Like, damn, dude, is this? Like, all right. But you know, I I have tons of people like that, and I look at the number. I'm like, man, three hundred people. I said, I can't name three hundred people. Well, I mean, I could, but I wouldn't know them. You know, Richard Dreyfus, um, Paul Newman. Uh, I don't know them, but I can't name three hundred people I know. If I did, I couldn't tell you one thing about them. Now, but I'll read the most recent post. I think that we have connections that don't need to continue. There was something special about someone that you knew when you were 12 or 15 or 17 that you no longer see. Sure, I have friends like that. Not I take great friends with me, real cool, tight like that booty. And I haven't seen in 25 years. And I have no reason to. And I know I have no reason to because on my social media, I've had friends from high school that have reached out to me and we talked for a little while. And then, yeah, we need to hook up together. Yeah, we need to hang out. It never happens. And it's not that we don't have good intentions, it's just that we don't have anything to do. We have any kind. We've grown out of each other. Like, my school days friends were friends from school days that 
were school time friends and the ones that have stuck beyond beyond those years they're genuine friends that i talk to them outside of those mediums but the majority of people i don't have to talk about i don't have anything to talk about it's 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 um elevator conversation when i do talk to people and now with um not just looking at facebook like but instagram you can post something you don't have to say anything to me you just like it i like your picture i liked it so imagine someone you haven't talked to in 25 years seeing a picture of you with your kids or your grandkids and they like it. Say, hey, hey, Ma, who is that? Oh, that's a friend from mine from high school. Wow, 27 years ago? Yeah. What's his name? I think, I think he was, let me look. Let me look at the profile and see what's, it, you don't need to know the person. You don't know them anyway. You're just seeing them. You just still have them connected to your life. And it ultimately, I think, causes a problem. It can cause a problem. It could be the, the the distant friend from long ago that you just follow. Or it could be the one that you're like, oh, man, I remember this one here. And then you start talking to them. And, you know, it's 25 years later. And those fairy tales you see on TV where like, I'm single, I'm single, you're single, I'm single. I miss you. I really care about you. Well, maybe we should get together. And then all of a sudden it ends with the... Fade the black, roll the credits, and they're walking off into the sunset or sitting on a porch, holding hands. Like, I always knew we'd be together. No, no, no. In real world, you message that person, they message you back. Somebody, uh, spouse finds out. Then you're trying to move in with your mama because they got mad because you messed with that girl from back in the day or that guy from back in the day. So, yeah, there's a reason sometimes that we move on. And I think we've lost that. The ability, the benefit of doing that. Um, the appreciation of loss. We don't have that anymore because, you know, you lose a friend in 1987. They move. They can move two miles away from you. They're gone for the rest of your life. Two miles, they're gone. It might well be 100 miles. I know that's true. I had a, I had a friend. It was a girlfriend. I can't remember her name. If I could, I wouldn't say it. But she moved. She was a block away from me. And she moved to... I don't know, maybe seven, eight miles away. And uh, she was gone. I I wrote a few letters. She wrote a few letters. Literally wrote letters. And when I say wrote letters, I literally mean took a piece of paper, wrote out a letter, hello, said some stuff, folded that motherfucker up, put it in an envelope, stamped it, then what? Put it in the mailbox and wait three days for what you said on Monday to get there on Wednesday. Then, wait for them to read it and send it back. Now, I didn't grow up before the phone. The problem was, we didn't have permission to use the phone when I was a kid like that. So, you'd have just cell phones. You'd use a house phone. And your mom said you'd be on that phone for a while. Certain kids couldn't get a calls at certain times. So, you had to write letters. That was losing a friend. And what it gave you was the memory of the time you were with that person. And it allowed you to learn about loss and moving on. You don't have that anymore now. Because if that was me in present day, that friend of mine would move. I'd have her snap, IG, Facebook. She would always be in my life until she got a car or I got a car that I'd be back over there. But that isn't always healthy. See, I believe that in order to grow as a person you must experience everything 
The less you experience as a young person, the less you are prepared for being an adult. Because sometimes people leave you even in their age and just quote unquote what they call ghosting you, they'll ghost you now. And you'll just be like struck. You stuck because you don't know how to handle it because people have not they haven't left you. They don't leave you now. You know? I mean it's it's crazy. I mean I keep saying over and over again, but you don't lose anybody unless they want to be lost. And then they have to physically block you. Like, I hear so many stories from young people now where they're talking about online, this person that they messaged me and such and said that and I keep I say, like, well, what do you what what do you what do you mean? I don't get it. Like, why don't you just stop? So now you understand. Their friends and my friends, my friend talk to them and they tag me and stuff that I see it. And I can't you can't get away from it. It's unfortunate. So, I mean, what I do, what I don't really I think the days and times, I'm being honest, I'm being realistic here. It is cool to be able to get in contact with certain people. However, I think that we've passed a period of acceptable communication. Since the time when communication was cool. I'm sorry. Yes, excuse me, Yonah. It's a little late. And I had a long day, like I said earlier, so forgive me if you mind, if you don't mind. But I think there was a period of time, like I was saying, that um, social communication was acceptable. And it's maybe the late MySpace days and the early Facebook. I'm going to say probably 2008, 2009. That was probably the pinnacle of what social media communication should be. Um, I rem- I'm old enough to remember a day where online, they did have commercials making jokes about meeting people online and what you saw on the internet. Now, those commercials they play now, people laugh at them. So a lot, a lot has changed. Uh, and, I, and I get it. But and I, like I say, I, I think that there's a level of acceptable social media, but um, contacts and being in contact with people. But... Um, I don't think what we have now is is decent, is 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 adequate, it's appropriate. It's not from a healthy standpoint, not from a healthy relationship perspective. You know, I think you should be able to get away from people. I think you should be able to just move on, um, turn off and move on, and and be in a different space. I I really think that's something that's missing. There are a lot of people that I don't see anymore that I knew. I remember who they were, and from from my memory, I'm able to just take the times I had with other people around, the funny times I had, the good times, the bad times, and build from there. Imagine if I saw those people now. I, I put it in, I put it in perspective. I, I compare it to something that in in popular cinema. Imagine going seeing a movie. The first movie that comes out is not a, not a, like a trilogy. The very first new movie something comes out. Let's say like, um, um, Forrest Gump from back in the nineties, or the equivalent. Let's say like a, this is another one for current day. So I kind of capture all places. Like most recently, new Joker movie has come out. Like when it just when you see that first iteration of it great but when you try to carry it on and recapture what was so excited in doing the first one by creating a second one a sequel in this case it's never as impressive sometimes it's almost depressing 
that's the equivalent of trying to recapture lightning in the bottle, an old relationship, the old times you had, the the old friend you had, trying to capture that some years later. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for all scenarios, but most likely everything doesn't work out like a Romeo and Juliet type scenario. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. Obviously, it's here. It is what it is, and it's a new generation that's, that's living this environment, living this this this, this technology and this social construct. Um, but I just wonder, you know, how much better would it be if there was a, a quote-unquote off button? You know, I miss those days. I used to go home. i get home, and I my phone. Yeah, I didn't have a phone. But um, if I didn't have anybody to talk to on the phone, the house phone, I was at home with my family. I was at home with my friends in the neighborhood. Those people I saw every day. If I had a problem with them, eventually I had to be in the house. So that was done. I couldn't talk to them on the phone all night. So that was eventually done into the next afternoon because they went to school too. And I was in school with people all day, but I wasn't talking to people that I knew from two years ago. And I didn't have friends across the state, across the city. I didn't have that. I just had what I saw. So, I mean, it's something to think about, you know. Think about it. Don't take my word for it. Like I say, it's just my opinion. I could be totally wrong on this. So. Man. It gets kind of depressing a little bit, though. <laughs> Maybe depression. That's that's a interesting transition. Maybe 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 that's part of why we're a little maybe a level of sensitivity and acceptance to certain things has just changed. Oh, oh! I think I just I just I just hit on something that might be a cause of some kind of issue. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're able to hear too many people's bullshit. And it uh, triggers something in us negatively. Maybe. Huh. I don't know. You know, so I, I mentioned IG and I mentioned Facebook. I didn't really mention too much about Twitter. Um, I may be in the minority here, but I, I um, I fucking hate Twitter. I make no make no excuses about. It. I don't make. I, I'm, I say no apologies. Uh, nothing. I, I, I hate Twitter. I do. And um, I like Instagram. It's pictures and it's a few comments. Um, but I, I hate Twitter. And I don't hate a lot of things. But I, I don't like Twitter. don't like it at all. I like Snapchat. I don't like Twitter. And I think my main reason for not liking Twitter is because people take it seriously well it's become a serious platform it's it's not vetted it's not fact checked it's an emotional platform and it's being given credibility and it's not saying there aren't credible people on twitter but there are more people that are not and there are more people that say some of the most personal personal or push their personal perceptive personal agendas on Twitter they gain near they gain notoriety and they carry weight 
I've read things on Twitter that have become that have gone viral, and I do just read it. A lot of this stuff I primarily read. I don't really comment on a lot of things, but I do read it. And I, a lot of these things that I see said on there, I'm like, nah, dude, that's even if you are right, you got lucky because it was a guess. This is emotional response. Uh, people attack you on Twitter if you don't if you say something against the norm. If you say something that not even have, doesn't have to be offensive, offensive, just have to be against the group's group point. If the group's narrative is this, and you say something in a different direction, even if it's just a slight variation from, from what they say, if it very slightly, they'll attack you and they'll destroy you. And that's the danger of Twitter. Like you can, you can lose, like you can lose everything for something that you just tweeted or retweeted or thought or can be attacked because someone doesn't like what you said. You know, um, I've said many times, I think we live in an oversensitive society now. We're in the uh, apology era. Like, uh, everyone's looking for someone to apologize for something that's done to them that they don't like. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. I, 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 um, look, I, I, hate, I hate to hear it. I'm I'm all for, you know, calling people out who've done fucked up stuff. You know, if you're openly racist, sexist, um, homophobic, whatever you want to call it, boom, I'm there. If you're someone who's had something horrible happen to you and this person you're saying this person did it, do what you have to do. Go out there, speak your voice and do your thing. I'm not uh, naive, and I don't. I'm not um, uh, ignorant to the fact that there are what do you call them um, biases in our society. It's not a perfect world. It's not a perfect country. It's a, but it's not a fucked up country, though. That's that's kind of where I draw. Like it's not a fucked up place. It's kind of like going to a high school. You got some kids that are jerks. Some are dirt, downright mean. Some are just assholes. But it's a really great school. And 90% of the kids here going to college. Um, it's great. The resources are great. The support system is great. The teachers are class A. The lunches are great. Everything is good. Everything is good. But there are a few things that, eh, they're a little bit of a problem. And I think that in, in using the high school situation, this in this scenario, for example, rather, we blow up the little things. We blow up the things that even the serious issue, we blow them up to a hundred, and then we constantly bombard you with them, and then from there, people are granularly attacked, attacked on a granular level, a microscopic level, and we start micro conversations about non-issues, like non-issues. Um, quote unquote, I was offended because you said this. Well, now I have to apologize because I offended you. Um, or because something I said, even though I was supporting what you stand for, I didn't say it properly. I said something. I agree with everything you said except for this this piece. I think, oh, sorry, didn't mean to do this. Didn't mean to say that. That's bothersome to me. It'd be different if Twitter was like, and then the, if, if, if people look at Twitter and says, well, Twitter's just Twitter. People just talk shit on Twitter. It gains traction at great speed. Um, 
There, I mean, you know, so look, there are good things that come out of everything. There are also bad things that come out of everything. You know, hey, you know, nuclear power, nuclear bombs. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Of course, that's a problem with nuclear waste, but man, you can't win everything. There, there, there are things that come out of these, these of everything that's good, like I said. But it doesn't mean that the things that are bad are or should be acceptable. It should be a concern when the masses dictate what's right and what's wrong. It's only a matter of time before we're all caught up in that, caught up in that, 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 uh, that wave. And you can be caught up for something that you thought was perfectly fine. And it most likely might be. And we're not talking about the extremists. We're not talking about the, I'm not talking about the people who just do or say extreme things or display extreme behavior. We're talking about the middle of the road folks. The folks that are out there just saying like, hey, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I just, I'm not racist. I'm not this. I feel like this. I think this is wrong. I've this, that, and the other. But based on my personal beliefs, I don't agree with this. Okay. Okay. That's fine. It should be fine. Until someone determines that, well, you can't be this if you say that. What you said is homophobic because you shouldn't do because you said you don't agree with that. Well, no, I didn't think I was, but I guess I'm going to apologize because I don't want to offend you and get attacked on Twitter. I. I I feel it's a slippery slope. I feel it's a very slippery slope that we're 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 we're, we're, we're balancing on. You know, it's scary. And um, I used to old adage that I'm so glad I'll be dead in fifty years. It won't matter to me, but fifty years is still fifty fucking years. <laughs> and in fifty years, I'll probably be dead, but I'll still be here in ten. And imagine what this will be like in 10 years. I mean, I actually watch media programs online, programs like online, YouTube, and I hear people discussing these topics because that's what I do. I listen. And I've heard people say things like, well, just, just, well, why can't you just apologize and be on with it? You should just apologize. Why, why can't you just apologize? Why can't you just apologize? I understand. The people that do offend you can just apologize and move on. Because you can't. Because you can't. You can't. You know. I think Dave Chappelle said it best. Uh, and I might be paraphrasing here. But why should I compromise my feelings to make you feel better. When you're not willing to compromise yours to make me feel better. Like I support you. But I just have a different belief in this space. So now you you shouldn't be offended, but you are. So now, because I'm of some privilege level, or I'm not in the minority, because I'm not this, that, or the other, I should I should instantly uh, compromise myself to make you feel better. And look, if you say something horrible and fucked up. You probably should recognize that and say, "Oh, some hormone fucked up." But if you just say something that's, you know, easy, you can explain it and say, "Hey, this is what I'm saying. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying personally, my feelings, what I feel." Let's say it's unfortunate that you're offended by what I say, but 
I'm also offended that you don't give me the respect to say how I feel. I, I think I think that that in of itself is is fine, but that's not what we have. We have a an attack. Either you're with me or against me. There's no middle ground here. I don't think people realize how scary that can be. I mean, it, it, it's very, it's very dangerous. And it may feel like you're accomplishing something now by getting people to apologize when they say something that you don't. I was offended by what you said. It hurt my feelings. Well, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't think what I was thinking all the way through. I should have thought better about your feelings. Look, some of the best, best advice I got was from a person that was hurting my fucking feelings. Um, I've had my feelings hurt on many levels at many stages of life. I've had hurt by bosses. I've had hurt by friends. I've had hurt by people that were not my friends. Um, some of them were, I remember as a little kid, um, I think one of the most, the biggest thing, one of the most significant that hurt my feelings came from one of my parents. <laughs> that made me cry my little eyes out. I don't give a shit. I I didn't I I didn't say mom you should apologize for me or dad whichever one was that said it to me. Yeah, it hurt my feelings. But sometimes having your feelings hurt isn't a bad thing. If you're always pat on the back and somebody always agree with you, it'll make you feel better when you say you feel bad because something that you did made me feel bad. Not if you oh not I'm sorry let me die that up not make you feel bad but offended you. Or, or hurt your feelings because it didn't coincide with what you feel. It's no different than saying, they, I want to go to this party tonight. Well, you can't go because your grades are fucked up. Well, I'm not going to go. You make me feel bad because my friends are going to talk about me. Sorry you feel that way, but that's it. I'm not going to change my stance on it. And without myself, obviously, without going into detail about what I feel about sort of things, my opinions, I'll say it all for later. Um, just generally speaking, and that's what I'm doing. Just generally speaking about feeling, doesn't matter which angle you come from. Doesn't matter, and it can be on a myriad of topics. It can be on race, religion, sexuality, sexual preference, whether you agree with things, whether you, whether you're a conservative or a Democrat or extremist or far right, or if you're talking about social justice warriors or whatever groups you are, if you're people that feel like certain people are wrong because they don't agree with you and they should apologize because they make you feel like this or you want to resort to, call, resort to calling names or labeling people or something because they don't align themselves with what you feel it's a fucked up way of thinking it's the best way of thinking no. and again this doesn't cover the extreme people I mean hey Harvey Weinstein grabbed my ass and tell me something crazy and shit. He doesn't fall into a category of I don't like that guy because he looked at me and I felt threatened. Well, the guy looked at you now. He looked at you. I mean, did he do anything or say anything to you? No, he just glanced at me and looked at me and I felt like he was looking at me. He looked at me creepy. I, the word creepy always... <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Nika back here so we can talk about the word creepy. I'll I'll, I'll let I'll let a woman explain their definition of the word creepy. That's a very interesting one. I like that. I like to hear the definition from a woman's perspective. 
But yeah, I mean, there's certain things that you just have to really look at and say, hey, look, everybody's not going to like me. Everybody's not going to agree with me. And I have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with that. So that's my two cents. Well, all right, folks. I think we've uh, beat this one up enough. Never had a ball with this one. Uh, we'll be back Friday for another topic here. I'm not going to tell you what it is, as always. Keep it a secret here. But, um, hey, thanks again for sticking around. Make sure you uh, subscribe. We're going to spin our YouTube channel up here shortly within the next couple of months and get that going again so we can have you guys have the video and have the comments going there. So looking forward to that again. But uh, otherwise, enjoy the rest of your evening. I am Gregory, and this has been another podcast. Goodbye-bye.